0: Hey, everybody, we just wrapped up episode 22 of Festool Shop Talk. This is a must listen, and I think I say that every single time, but it really is. This is a good friend. His name is Wes Lewis. You know him on Instagram as James Wesley Furniture, Uh, James Wesley Makes on YouTube, and JamesWesleyFurniture.com. Go check out all his social platforms. But he is one of our premier uh, furniture builders here in the United States. He hails out of Wichita, Kansas. And this has been an incredibly insightful Festool Shop Talk. So, check it out. Hopefully, everybody tuning in to Festool Shop Talk today on IG, knows this gentleman. It is Wes Lewis from, and on Instagram, he's at James Wesley Furniture. It's He has a website, and you have to go here. It's jameswesleyfurniture.com. And your YouTube channel is awesome as well. It's James Wesley Makes on YouTube. Yep. Do you do, do, you do TikTok? TikTok.
1: I don't do TikTok. I'm not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's Wes Lewis. Now, when I first
0: met you, I was calling you James Wesley. Uh, But then, if everybody knows, let me see if I get this right. James is a family name, and Wesley's your middle name, but everybody's always called you Wes. And your last name is Lewis.
1: That is correct. It's one of those weird family things. <laughs>
0: I told you I would get that right someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, and I hung out with you. You were at WorkbenchCon, right?
1: Yep. Workbench. We hung out recently and, yeah. uh, I think we originally met at a Rubio
0: festival event. That's right. That was cool, yep. man. I've had a lot of people on from Rubio, uh, yeah. and the festival event and boy, uh, Keep your ears peeled because we are starting to plan next year. Oh, right. Oh, boy. <laughs> you better be ready, brother, because you're going to be part of it. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right. So, how many people out there follow you on Instagram? you know? Oh,
1: uh I don't know the exact number. Somewhere like uh, 100 plus, 113, 114 something, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. Do you know for me when I look at a number like that it should be at least a couple million people. And <laughs> I'm, I like bragging about you because I tell everybody you got to go check out this fine craftsman that we have in Wichita, Kansas. He builds incredible pieces. And I, I'm not I'm not just blowing smoke for everybody. you uh-huh. are the real deal West so oh, i i get you know I've hung out with you, but I don't know how did you get started? Tell us a little bit about yourself how do you all how your your journey started and how you got into woodworking and craftsmanship?
1: yeah, so I would say, kind of growing up,
0: I always loved
1: like random projects in the garage. So I always did have like the garage tools with my dad and we kind of made some random things, did some house projects, things like that. And uh, I always had some creativity inside, but really uh, the first job that I had that was related to working with my hands was actually running a metal fab shop. So (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah. So it's a weird, Uh uh, weird transition over to uh, wood, but essentially Uh, Part of a family business I was involved with um, was running this metal fab shop and designing on SketchUp and CAD programs and then uh, learning to weld through that. And then I really realized, man, I really enjoy working with my hands a whole lot more than I enjoy managing people. So uh, (laughs) I started kind of – I ideas were populating in my head and how the heck can I make this happen? And uh, ended up through a long story, uh, went into woodworking Uh, after I built a table with steel base and wood top. uh, I just really, really realized that, Oh wow. I really enjoy this. And you know what? I actually like wood better than metal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that is really cool because i have a, a good buddy up in detroit he's promised and we've been talking about it for three years now i am actually going to go up there on a long weekend he's going to teach me to weld because i've always wanted to learn how to weld oh man yeah, yeah. for sure you know how to do it obviously oh right? yeah you
1: no, know, i have a lot of fun uh i mean it's incorporated in uh it's less now, but it it was incorporated in at least half of the projects that I did, uh yeah. with some form of metalwork as well. So um but what I've seen over the years is I've just <laughs> gravitated towards wood. I mean, more and more. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. So it was uh if I get it straight, you started out in a metal fab and then you just morphed into woodworking on a personal but a personal yeah. business.
1: Yep. Yep. So I started Uh, so this, doing this in my garage, uh, like most, most people as a little side thing after work or weekends or whatever. Um, and that was about six years ago. Uh, I started doing that in the garage and in about six months of doing it in the garage, I transitioned over to full-time woodworking in my shop. So, uh, it was pretty quick, uh, to get there. Six months. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it was huh. it was a big deal, obviously, to leave a job and uh, transition over to saying, uh, I don't have a choice. I'm going to make this work.
0: Wow. Hey, uh, quick question, because I, I, I like it's not that I was stalking you. I want to get some insightful questions. And I was reading um, the process. And how the process works. And you on your website lay it out. Okay? Like step mm-hmm. one, step two, and step three. And I'm just like, everybody should do that because it it informs a potential client how the process works. Yeah. You know? And yeah. um man, when I was doing this, I would inform the customer how it worked. And then they go, Okay, so you can do it tomorrow. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, well, well, time out, you know and yeah. i was just really really impressed with that alone. now i have a question, another one. uh i have a lot of questions actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh i know you have free delivery in kansas. Yeah. how ma- how many how many jobs emanate from kansas?
1: uh you know honestly most of my work is local. so um, cool. yeah, it's i've I've wanted to venture out, but then on the same hand, I'm like, the local crowd keeps coming. And so uh, that's where I'm at. I, I've, I've created some things up, shipped it out and hoped for the best. And that's just a weird experience for me. So it's definitely something I could learn and improve on. But for now, honestly, it's just the local market.
0: And man, it's awesome. I mean, (laughs) It's probably a lot of word of mouth as well, right? Sometimes in yep. somebody's house, they see it, and they go, hey, who made that? Go to this yep. website. It's just yep. wicked smart. I just, I was like, okay, so yeah, I'm an old dude, and I had a <laughs> website originally for my business, my cabinet uh, shop. It's it's the, It's gone now, but it was a great place. I would just point people there and say, hey, these are some of the things that we've built over time, uh-huh. and then I, I would invite them to my shop, and it was really cool, but boy, it, I wish I had the foresight like you did to actually lay it all out in the process. I love it. Um, so, um, when you're talking to a client, um, do you have a lot of, um, creative leeway sometimes or
1: it, it really depends on the job, uh, being a custom shop, uh, it can go either way. there can be an architect drawing architectural yep. drawing that says these are the specifics, and this is exactly what we want um and I can kind of aid in that conversation of, okay, well, that wood might not be the best option because of x y z uh and and there's some direction. Back and forth with architects, uh, but really, when it comes to like a client, they're seeing something that I've already made or they have ideas, and we really work together, uh, to come up with the final design.
0: Way cool, yeah. Um, I on your Instagram account, and uh, I saw something, and it, it, I go, How did he get that inspiration for this? You know, that big slab, that cookie you have, uh huh, yep. Okay, and I know you did it with a CNC, but it's like it looks like mountains in the middle of it. Uh huh. What inspired you to do that?
1: Yeah, so that was a there's a uh, it's about a 60 inch wide tree diameter, and it is massive. Uh, it's called Paroda. Came in, it was eight inches thick, and it had a giant crack in it in two spots, so it was actually falling apart. So, I really didn't know what to do with it, but it was such an epic piece that yeah. uh, I, I got it, had it in the shop for years and I flattened it I was going to make a tabletop out of it, a really cool table. And, you know, I took it to shows and people loved it. It was a great conversation starter, but nobody was interested in picking it up. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a wild piece. And so I think maybe that scared people. I don't know, but yeah. e- eventually over time I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do something with this. And there's a guy on Instagram. um, I believe his name is Nuge in N-U-G-E and wood. He hand sculpts a lot of texture in big thick pieces and does these wave uh, sculptures and patterns. And it's just incredible work. And I saw that work and was like, Oh my gosh, that's what I'm gonna do with this slab. So instead of like using individual blocks or whatever, I had this 60 inch canvas essentially. And I have a CNC that has a 60 inch wide capacity. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah, so I uh, explored some of what that looked like in the design process through my computer program, and uh, been committed to it. And a day after carving, uh, that's what came out, so.
0: <laughs> wow, where does it yeah. live now? It's in my shop, it's actually uh, right above <laughs> my shop. I'll, I'll point see. you up, right above my head, so. Oh my God, dude, yeah. I just, I love pieces yeah. like that. I really do, because they inspire, you know? Yeah,
1: no, it's, uh. For sure. Look this, this is, at that ob- obviously isn't the greatest quality video, but this is 12 okay. feet in the air, 12 feet in the air. And it's
0: that awesome. So <laughs> that's amazing. Wes. Yeah. That really is. Thanks. Oh my God. So also I got to ask you this one. How the heck did you get the job for a James Taylor hatchet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the relationship thing. So business in uh, this in this group, custom furniture is relationship building and yep. repeat work and having your work seen in different places. And then other people hear about you. And um, that's kind of how that happened. So, excuse wow. me. Um, wow. James Taylor was because of a previous job that I did uh, for George Strait. I built a rocking chair uh, for George Strait. And what? Uh, yeah. So that was a. Uh, Pretty
0: god
1: incredible opportunity. And uh it came down to the fact that he came to Wichita for a concert, and the arena that was um hosting the concerts, it's called Interest Bank Arena. They they give a gift to any artist that comes into their space. And so they contacted me and said, Hey, we follow you on Instagram, we've seen these incredible chairs you make, and we heard that george has a porch around his home and we want to put some rocking chairs on his porch uh so long story short uh wow. i got the opportunity to deliver that to him and it was incredible year uh then COVID happened right after right after george straight it was in january uh wow. and then COVID a couple months later and so that relationship kind of was tabled and uh I obviously told him like hey if anybody else comes up I would love to work with you guys again on something and uh now everything's you know opening back up and the concerts are starting and in full force again and all of a sudden they contact me and say hey we got James Taylor coming and we've heard that he really enjoys warming up for his shows uh splitting some wood
0: <laughs> no no yeah.
1: Way. <clears throat> yeah so we kind of went back and forth on this and this was a basic gift but essentially uh put a nice handle in the hatchet and yeah. uh had it personalized cleaned it up and uh it was another gift so yet again uh getting the the relationships that i built kind of got me in these really unique circumstances
0: oh my god oh my god I just, I just love it. I just gonna, I'm just gonna keep asking you. Hey, I saw you in some fatigue. Are you in the army? Guard. I'm not, uh,
1: yeah, I'm. A, uh, I'm not in the army. I. Some people don't like to call it a, a military branch. Uh, it's called the Air Force. <laughs> That's way cool. Yeah, yeah, I have a so, lot of
0: friends. I have a lot of friends. Yeah. You, uh, you, you're full. Are uh, you full time in the Air Force? So.
1: Or? Yeah, that's part of the story as well. Um, I'm actually in the guard, uh, just a traditional guard. So one cool. week in a month, a couple weeks a year in the summer. Uh, but I actually, my one of my first real jobs was uh, doing that in the guard full time. So um, wow. I've, I'm uh, at 16 years in now. So uh, a few Very more years cool. left and yep.
0: I got a good buddy who's getting ready to retire yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we have a we have a surprise for him coming up here at festival We're pretty stoked okay. about it. Cool. Yeah, it'll cool. be fun. Hey, okay, so hmm, okay. I was watching the video on your YouTube channel about that walnut tamba cabinet.
1: Uh huh. Yep.
0: That is die <laughs> cool. for. Now, yeah. hear me out on this. A- uh huh. Where does it live?
1: It's in my shop, man. Yes. It's sitting in my shop.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And I want to tell you why I'm doing that yeah. or saying that. Yeah. That is, a bit, uh, for me, when I created a, a piece, I, I always, it always went in somebody else's house. Uh-huh. And I always would ask some people out there, how can you part with that? Mm. because that is just amazing has can can, i know i've had favorite builds before that's living in your shop
1: oh yeah yeah there's i mean it's lived a lot of places but uh essentially i i call it a conversation starter so uh it's it's incredible uh The way that it looks and then the way that it operates is half of it is how cool the timbre effect is when you open it and slide it and you see this panel move around Um, but essentially uh i don't i don't keep finished pieces just like you were saying in my shop so i i have people come into my shop and they want to see the work there's uh some designers that want to make sure i'm up on par for what they're looking for and it's kind of like well I don't really have anything to show you. So I decided uh, to take it out of a a designer space and bring it to the shop and just have it, take it to shows, have it on hand. And I really enjoy the piece. So (laughs) I I don't like it sitting in the shop. I'm working on a a little bit of a a showroom um, for myself, uh, but it essentially, like I said, it's a conversation starter.
0: Yeah, for sure. Huh? Did that push you? Excuse
1: me. Yeah, it did. I um, I saw the timbre cabinet. Uh, Fine Woodworking Magazine has all kinds of articles about how the heck the timbers work and
0: mm-hmm. how you can
1: put that together. And I just kind of went for it. And uh, that also involved uh, veneering burl. Uh, walnut yep. burl and uh, vacuum bag and all those fun tools. And I was just getting into that stuff. So it was a huge uh, undertaking for me to go for it. And uh, I
0: absolutely loved how it turned out. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'll call out fine woodworking so many times during this podcast.
1: And the reasoning
0: is, yeah, they have great techniques in there for somebody kind of starting out or wanting to get there okay some joinery and stuff but for me my favorite part has always been when i get one here minnie gives it to me and she goes what are you doing she now she knows i go right to gallery mm, because yeah. in the back there is so much inspiration there are so many killer people out there and then also the back cover because the back cover has something really original i love yeah. it yeah so i yeah. that 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 tambour is beautiful oh, hey well, uh, thank you What's been your most difficult build? Is it that one or has there been any more?
1: You know, I've had a lot of r- random challenges uh, and there's things that you push a little too hard and uh, you may have to fix or <laughs> it not oh, work yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> oh, sure. But uh, a technique that I learned uh, yet again, a fine woodworking article, um, is a uh, half-blind mitered dovetail so oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's a case piece that i made and i'm actually never finished it i'm really close to finishing it but um it's it's all joined with dovetails which are a woodworker's friend or, or enemy and yeah. uh but this one is actually half blind so you have it on the side you see that the uh dovetail a- mm-hmm. aesthetic on the side but because it's mitered and it's half blind on the top you don't see it so it's a it's a really unique joint because you, you see the joinery, but you don't from a different angle. So it's very complex. Uh, it pushed me, it pushed my dovetail skills and, uh, yet again, Uh enjoyed the build, enjoyed the process.
0: Okay. Here's a, here's a a question. Uh, and it's also going to stem into something personally I did. Have you ever accepted something and then, and then the client leaves and you go, how the heck am I going to do that? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I used to love those builds. Yeah, I'd walk out of there. My business partner goes, "Hey, we know how to do that." I go, "No." (laughs) (laughs) He look at me. Go, "So why are we bidding on it?" I go, "Yeah, it's going to push the envelope, and we will be a better builder because of it."
1: Yeah, no, I've I've definitely experienced that, Um, and it comes down to you know I have I have confidence that I can put my mind to it and I can figure it out. So. There's going to be some failure in that, uh, but yep. that's okay. Because like you said, I'm pushing the envelope. I'm learning a new skill, and that's what I'm doing it for. That's why I build custom pieces because I, can't, I cannot build the same thing over and over again. That's not me. Yep. Uh, it works for a lot of people. For me, it's like, nope, I've built it once. I'm ready to move on, do something mm. different. <laughs>
0: for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, I always, I have this, um, this thing in my head that rattles all the time. It's called Fail Forward. Mm. And, I, and that's, how, that's how we started Festool Live. We started with two iPhones. And somebody said, you can't do that. I go, yes, we can. <laughs> we're, we're going to do it because we will get better as we go. But you mm-hmm. get a that somewhere. And, and yeah. when I give advice to uh, anybody in woodworking, I go, I'll ask uh, the first question. I'll ask you this. You like woodworking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and by the way, Wes, it shows. You okay. are passionate about it. You push the envelope. And I go, and I tell everybody, then, then get started in it. If they love woodworking, um, just be patient and fail. And, and yeah. by the way, my dad would say, it's good to make mistakes. As long as you learn from your mistakes. Mm. And he goes, once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, you learn, but you yeah. move on. Right. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. I always I love it when I meet somebody and I just know they're passionate about their craft, yeah. and it just it exudes across your channels. It um, really does. It well, really. I appreciate does. It. Okay, I got to ask you about this because I kept uh, scrolling through, and I go, <laughs> I see make forty eight. Uh-huh yeah what is that by the way, I kind of get a gist by looking at it, but uh-huh. describe that for our audience
1: yeah so make forty eight is this really cool uh nationwide competition um that's uh featured on p b s and it's essentially a forty eight hour invention challenge so uh-huh. it's uh they they bring teams together in different cities and they give them a forty eight hour deadline to uh, design, build a prototype, and pitch an idea to for an invention that they uh, have different categories for on every uh, challenge so uh, it's just a really cool opportunity. These guys are so busy, and these ladies uh, are designing and uh, processing ideas and getting materials and all this stuff, so they actually need people to come in and build their prototype for them uh, under their direction. So they're called tool techs, um, and that's part of why I got involved. Was uh, I was able to uh, be a tool tech in the wood shop and uh, kind of prototype some some ideas for people. So
0: well, that's amazing, and it yeah. it's held in different cities across the. States?
1: Yeah. Yep. All over the place. Um, they do kind of regional challenges. And then uh, once a year, they come together for the national kind of championship. And uh, that's where you'll have PBS come in and kind of film the whole process and do some uh, wow. episodes off of that. So,
0: wow. Right. When I think, wow. you know, hey, hey I kind of know what's going on. I, I, yeah. I, I see <laughs> something new. And I'm like, yeah, wow, I want to do that. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool
0: okay let me look here you do a lot of sculpted chairs
1: I do I do a handful of them I don't do a lot of them but I I enjoy them they're a lot of fun Uh, Sam Maloof style uh, sculpted chairs Uh, you just you got to love it it's classic design and uh, it's a fun process and you get this cool art piece when you're done with it. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's wow. just, it's amazing. And it's just, I, I met somebody one time and he said, I go, what's your end game? And he said, well, he goes, I want somebody to sit in a chair that I designed and say, I'm sitting in this. Mm. I'm not going to say his name. It, it will happen because he's an incredible craftsman awesome so it's always unbelievable when somebody says a sam Maloose style chair
1: mm-hmm.
0: see you know he's smiling right oh yeah because yeah, that's no. all he's... Sam. Did <laughs> yeah I, one inc- of my, incredible one of my oh, speaking of incredible one of my all-time favorite memories and i don't know if i've said this on the podcast it i'm <clears throat> standing in <clears> the <throat> sam Maloose gallery Mm. And we're doing a, a thing with all our dealers from Festival. We just happen to be at uh, Rancho Cucamongo, I think it's called, or it's where his gallery and home is. Okay. And I'm standing there and everybody's up there. I, I'm doing, I've done my demo. I'm standing there. All of a sudden, right next to me, I look down. I look like this. I'm, it's Sam Malou. Oh, man. <laughs> he, wasn't expect, he wasn't expected to be there. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he goes, he looks at me and goes, hey, you did a pretty good job up there. <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> alone, yes. and I go to shake his hand. He had his most ma- a massive hand. And I'm like, I'm shaking Samuel's hand. It's just, mm, I've always awesome. admired his work. So everybody oh, yeah. goes and does a tour with him in the shop. And then all of a sudden he comes back. You know, you see it in all the magazines, the bandsaw and all the uh-huh. templates.
1: Uh-huh. Well,
0: I, I, I stayed there. Everybody uh-huh. went on and moved on. I'm standing there. And all of a sudden Sam comes back and goes, What are you doing? <laughs> I'm looking around. He goes, This is my favorite room, too. <laughs> and, I, and I and I shot the general, you know, BS with him for about uh, ten minutes, just him uh, and I. And I was like, How in the world did I end up doing this? That's cool. You know, and it's just yeah. like I it, it was it was so cool. He assists the most down to earth guy. And I just get a kick out of when I see someone like you building something that it's known as a Sam aloof style style chair.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? It's hey, yeah, I'm gonna tell everybody really quick. People are gonna say someday, hey, I'm in a James Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, everybody better go to your website. They better go to your Instagram account. Oh, yes. And see what you do because yeah. you are off the hook, dude. Oh, well, I appreciate um, it. Oh, for sure. Okay, so, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> do you own any festival? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I definitely own some festival. Oh, uh, oh my god! Hey, uh, I think yeah.
0: that's a new record, Wes. That's a new record. Half hour went by and I haven't asked the festival. Oh man, <laughs> I can talk to you forever. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I uh, I I'm a.
0: just lost, I lost audio. I think we're
1: there. Yep, yep we're can back. you hear me? Yep, yep, yep we're All back. All right. Um, I am a huge fan of Festool. Uh, mm-hmm. Quality is everything that matters to me uh, in my work, and the tools have to match the quality that I'm putting out, and, uh, and Festool definitely fits the bill for that. So <laughs> I'm a, I, I think you asked me another time how many I had. And it's, I stopped counting at fifty, so <laughs> I've got quite quite the arsenal. <laughs>
0: wow! Yeah. Hey, uh, when I first met you down in Austin, uh, I had to look up your Instagram account. Um, I'll I'll be right out there. I didn't know mm.
1: who uh-huh. you were,
0: and I think uh-huh. it was uh, uh, Alan uh, invited you. And he goes, uh-huh. "You don't know who this? You don't know who this guy is, you idiot!" And I, went, <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I looked you up and I went, oh wow! And but I didn't notice things right right away. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. I asked you, at, uh, and that, that was where that question goes. You on the EFest tool? You just yeah. looked at me like, yeah. like, oh yeah, you are an idiot, Sage. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I just I get a kick out. I saw on uh, yesterday or the day before or this weekend
1: when uh-huh. I was doing some
0: research, I saw you spinning all the sustainers around. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh my god, he does yeah. have a lot of. Uh, oh by the way i i i shouldn't be shocked but yeah yeah, it's uh you knew your way around the uh around the system when i was down there for sure too cool you got you got a favorite festival
1: you know i thought about that and the one thing that i would say that i used Literally on every project, no matter what, is a sander. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna to. say yeah you, gotta... yeah. you know, even those sculpted chairs, I'm using the little Rotex. I'm using the big Rotex. I'm, uh, I I go to town with the sander and shaping things and all my flat work. Everything, I mean, everything is touched by the sander. So I have to say, out of everything, that's probably the favorite.
0: Wow, way you know, cool, it's, Mike. It's still-
1: a basic tool, but you know what? It's it's the game changer for me.
0: Mine is still the track saw. Yeah, That's my favorite yeah. always will be. I don't. Yep. I don't. I just use it all the time. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. At this time? No, I'm just kidding. I always yeah. throw that in there. Like, <laughs> oh, what's coming out next? What's coming yeah. out next? We got some cool. We got some cool stuff coming. Yeah. Okay, back back to this um, advice. Somebody just getting started. And, or say somebody's doing something like they're working in a job, mm-hmm. okay? And they find out, wow, I really – and on the weekends they're doing in their garage woodwork. And they go, oh, my God, they discover it. They mm-hmm. love it. And they go, I wonder if I can make a living at this. What would be your advice getting into and starting in a trade?
1: Yeah, no, I think – There's so many things that you have to be aware of going into it. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely not smart to just jump right in. Um, Uh Some planning is going to benefit you a lot more than no planning. Um, But things like uh, patience, uh, 100% is quality based. You're not going to get repeat work if your work, doesn 't have the quality that it needs uh, to to get repeat work or have people see your work and want some of your work uh, that's that 's a huge one. Another thing that I tell people a lot is a woodworking business is hard it oh. is and I know you know because of your past history and uh, a with your shop and everything uh, but there's a lot of time that you are not building. (laughs) There's a lot of time that you are tracking down parts. You're tracking down customers. You're tracking down getting paid for your work. You're doing all these things that require that are required in running a business to where your woodworking actually is half your time. And the other half is running a business. So a lot of, uh, and that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of times, uh, especially during COVID when my work kind of the stuff that I was doing kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And it was kind of like, man, uh, a job would be pretty nice right now. Uh, And doing this as a hobby would be pretty awesome. Um, But that's also, I mean, that's part of the risk of being self-employed in any field, uh, any trade. And what I would say though, is I am, by far a fan of working with your hands. Uh, If that's what you're doing over sitting in an office and you're hating your life sitting in an office, do something with your hands. If you enjoy that, it is the passion behind just creating, uh, building something Mm. from the ground up, all of that, it's gonna go somewhere. Finding your market is difficult uh, and finding what you're going to sell to make it is difficult, but it's not impossible.
0: Yeah, that is uh, such a common thread that I hear about people who are desk jockeys. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: they realize, boy, working with your hands is what I really enjoy. And then that's when they make the jump. But I really like what you said. Patience. Don't jump in. Just take baby steps in to see if that's what you want to do. Because I would always say this when it comes to woodworking. Wood, that's the short part. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work in there. <laughs> yeah. right? yep. People yep. don't realize. I, I like what you said, chasing money. Oh, my God. That was my nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I hated that. I was, come on. I, I've done the job, right? Yep. Uh, yep. What's, what's the yeah. hold up here? Yep. You know, you, and in, uh, I had this discussion with uh, Mac Adams one time. He goes, you and I both know you've probably been standing in that lumber yard figuring out, okay, I got the, the kids' school. I got, I gotta pay this. I gotta pay this, and you're trying to calculate board feet so you don't overspend, so you have enough money to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's just, it's crazy. But it, is it worth it? 100. Oh yeah. Uh, 100%, if you are passionate, definitely. it's just amazing when somebody and, and then you build something to somebody's specifications. You go, you really want it like that? And yeah. then you build it, <laughs> and then you give it to them, and you're like, I, I don't think they're gonna pay me for this. Right. And then all of a sudden they start crying. I'm like, I'll take it back.
1: Yeah. They're just
0: overwhelmed because you've really created what their vision was. And I think sometimes that's just that's a killer feeling for sure. Okay. So on your Instagram I gotta ask you because oh god. I saw it and I'm like, I want one. Is -hmm. that sauna yours?
1: It is. It is, yep. (laughs) So wow,
0: and that's a real that's a real steam sauna, right?
1: Yep. So I, oh, that, um, that nice. I ended up. My wife, she likes to relax by going. We're we're a uh, YMCA members, and uh, she she would go to the Y after work and sit in the sauna and relax. And she loved it and talked it up all the time and. I started looking into them and I'm like, man, we could put a sauna room in our basement like pretty easily. And then through that, I kind of came up with this, wow, these traditional Finnish barrel saunas are pretty awesome. They look awesome and they're really easy to build. So (laughs) I started researching it and uh, actually last Christmas, I bought all the components for Building a sauna, and I uh, gifted my wife with that. And what ended up happening was I got really busy at work, and I couldn't build it. <laughs> so, oh the, the, man, per, yeah, the uh, personal project got pushed to the side. But over the summer, uh, I just committed a couple weeks to this project and just really pushed hard at finishing it. And uh, I will say, like, it was it was a fun one. I love it. Um, it was super easy and it is a game changer for the family. Like we love it. We relax in it a couple of times a week and, uh, it really does do something for you.
0: Yeah. No, that, yeah. uh, that I've been doing a lot of research. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm just, um, um, I'm in a rock and a hard place where I'm trying to decide if I want a traditional, like you are, uh-huh.
1: uh-huh.
0: or do I want one in the basement? Cause I can't put one outside. I live in a community, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I'm looking at the infrared ones and yeah. I got to do a little yeah. investigation, but I, I've, I've always wanted one because that, that, uh, that heat is really good for your, uh, muscles. So yeah, yep. it's yeah fun it's, I... <laughs> I just think it's so cool. I was like. He's building a sauna? Dude, i got to yeah. figure out how I can get him here to Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> build, to do a sauna build. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty cool, actually, because it's a barrel. And the way that it works is kind of a, a bead and cove. So you have a convex and concave shape that kind of meet together between yeah. every board. You literally lay it around the circle, and it's tied together with stainless steel bands that you tighten. So it all compresses tight, watertight. It's, it's pretty impressive. That
0: is so yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. So back to the business. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest struggles right now?
1: You know, I, uh, like I said, I've been going at this full time a little over five years and that whole time you hear this in uh, small business and businesses, uh, doesn't matter pivot, pivot, pivot. Well, how's your business going to pivot to the market? And what I found is Ooh. I've done, I've done a lot of commercial work. I've done a lot of big restaurants and I am not all about the timelines of construction. I'm not all about, I want it exactly like this, uh, architectural yeah. drawings. And, you know, I really like, um, building what I want to build and having people want my work for what it is in the style that I build in. And maybe, yeah, they come up with, this is the, this, this is the need, but this, what you've done here is I just love it. And I want you to run with it. So I've actually got that opportunity more recently than I've had in the past. And so I'm, I'm going full steam ahead with, uh, I'm going to slow my output down, but increase my quality and increase the complexity of the job, uh, the creativity in the job and really build exactly what I want to build. And, uh, there's so many challenges with that, but when you see the customer's uh, face, when you deliver their piece and it's exactly what you wanted, it far exceeds their expectations. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. And, you know, I like that a lot better than chasing deadlines. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. they're,
1: and they're great. They're, it's a profitable job. It's a profitable market, but you know, it doesn't always come down to that. It's
0: yeah. I'm,
1: I'm doing this for a reason and I'm going to chase
0: that. You do a lot of, um, uh, I see a lot of signage, not a lot, but signage. Yeah. Does that keep your CNC busy or is that like a yeah. side?
1: Yeah. So I've got this awesome, uh, five foot by 10 foot CNC machine and, To be honest, like it is way underutilized in the shop for what it's capable of. Uh, But on the same hand, I use it in so many creative ways. It's incredible. It's a it's a tool I couldn't live without. Um, The flattening capacity of that thing in my shop is just unreal. Oh yeah. Um, The uh, cutting out random parts, templates, anything that I want that I can put in a computer and design, I can essentially press print. And uh, a few hours later, I have the pieces that I need. So yeah. it's, it's a unique way to uh, kind of speed up production in the shop. Um, it offers unique things that a lot of shops don't have. Um, it's a very versatile tool, although it could also be its own business purely with that tool alone. So um, yeah. there's ways, there's definitely ways that I could uh, chase that as well.
0: Yeah, no, I have a I have a couple of templates at home. And uh, I want to have I, I want I handed them to my buddy, Jordan, he's going to make some extra ones for me so I can hand them out to friends.
1: Because okay. everybody
0: uh, people are asking me and he goes, Yeah, I'll just, I'll take it. And I was like, you're gonna do what? Yeah. I'm, like, oh, got I'm not up to speed on it. I'm pretty confused. I got people in the background laughing. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm just, I'm blown away sometimes just for me looking at templating, I can design Uh it on the computer and what you just said, spool it out there and I got a super accurate template, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, that would be a humongous time saver because I could go while that's cutting it, I could go and do something else for sure
1: yep cool. i will say every uh, the one downside to cnc is uh it's a router screaming in the background even if you're doing oh, something yeah. else you oh got yeah the router.
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and, and the other thing about uh my buddy jason's shop and he turns it on he goes now i can go do something else and we always end up just standing there looking yeah, at it exactly <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> because it's nest, it's mesmerizing. It, it is yeah definitely. it really yep. is it's really yep. cool yeah too cool hey uh I don't want to take up too much of your time. No. Um, I have a question here, but I, I know how you use social media a lot. Do you use, um? how do you use it? Do you like tell customers, Hey, go, this is my website, go look at it. Or.
1: Yeah. So I never once, uh, in the beginning took off with this idea that I was going to have any kind of following online. Uh, I just felt like it was a really easy way to share what I was doing and that took off. And so that was a surprise uh, in the process of kind of getting this business up and running. And at first, you know, I said all the time that, yeah, the following really doesn't do much. It's just a lot of people that enjoy what I'm doing. It it builds community, but it doesn't build, it doesn't create the jobs. And uh, it's definitely at this point, it's, it's shifted to where it may be the thing that, uh, that people say brought them to me uh, that they were uh, aware of, yeah, but, I can it, see but that. Yeah, but it definitely seals the deal because they see this portfolio. Uh, they see over and over again, totally unrelated to what they're wanting, but they see the quality or the fun stuff that I'm doing and they trust me. So that's wow. really how I use it uh, is just this kind of this living portfolio. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I The YouTube stuff is fairly new to me uh, and that comes down to – I'm still learning. I'm I'm like all these other people that want to start it and try it out. And uh, that's what I'm doing. And but what I really enjoy about it is I love showing people my process. And I love teaching the stupid tips and tricks that that are so easy once you know them, but not everyone knows them. And uh, I love illustrating those and getting to show my work on another platform. So I'm definitely going to pursue that a little more. Yes, and please kind of please br- Please. Bring the uh, unique perspective to it, so
0: please, please, yeah. please do. You need to share your talents. Yeah, you need to, you need to pass them on because you're wicked good and yeah. it, you're great. To you have yeah. a, oh, it's hot. Uh, it's weird. You have a uh, a way of showing people where it's like really like, yeah. Hey, I can watch this guy. I just watched a video, and and. Uh, it was really weird because they uh, somebody wanted me here at festival to watch it. And I watched it and he's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I went, wow, this guy really doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 I, went, I went, because I know him in another uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wow, this mm-hmm. is beautiful. Or what he created. And uh-huh. uh, it's cool. I think I think you'll see it eventually. It's really neat. Okay, Awesome. is there a question, Wes, that I should have asked you?
1: You know, I don't think so. I, I, what I really enjoy is this, I, I love this community. I love uh, all these uh, woodworkers, makers, any, like I said, the people working with their hands every day. You, Passionate people are fun to be around, and you're definitely a passionate person. Festool is a passionate company. Uh, I love it it benefits me every day and I couldn't be happier in being involved in this community.
0: So. I I totally agree. Um, and I'll add one more point to that. I have met, including yourself, I have met so many good friends mm. uh, that I can call friends. It is such an amazing community. I would meet people at trade shows in the early days, you know, but I mm-hmm. meet people every day online and I tell everybody, share your knowledge. Please share your knowledge. So that's how I'm going to end this. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank you. Yeah, no problem. I want to thank everybody who tuned in today. This is going to live. What episode is this, Big D? 22. 22, wow. Best Best Tool Live. I'm writing up uh, the outline for everybody on Friday, for this Friday. It's episode 115. Oh, wow. I can't believe we've done a hundred. That's That's I. That's how I oh yeah the pandemic for sure yeah man
1: definitely
0: west I'm, Wes, I'm gonna let you get back to work i want to thank you i want to thank everybody for listening uh this has been a wonderful lunch time for me and i appreciate yeah. it all right well i appreciate you having me thanks you you bet you brother i'll yep. talk to you
1: soon yep we'll see ya